0: Welcome to another episode of Dr. Brooke on the Block. It's time to grab a seat, buckle up, and take a ride with me through the wild, wild west of the Web3 universe, where we're going to learn all about coins and tokens, NFTs and contracts, digital real estate and the metaverse, and so much more. There's a lot to get through on the block, but I am here to pave the way and help you avoid those nasty pitfalls, and rug pulls so you don't get hurt. I'm going to also introduce you to some interesting characters along the way. Are you ready? Your ride starts now. What's up, what's up? Dr. Brooke here with another episode of Dr. Brooke on the Block, and today we are going to talk about adoption not your traditional pet adoption or kid adoption or those kind of adoptions, but we're going to talk about the worldwide adoption of cryptocurrency as we sit here ending the second quarter of 2022. And I'm going to be showing you some data points from um, the earlier month of the quarter in April and where we were at. And this is just to provide some perspective based on the conversation I had with Simon, if you haven't kept caught that episode yet, episode 14 of the Dr. Brooke on the Block uh, podcast show. And I really want to kind of go into this and dive deep into this a little bit more because Simon, if you heard his story, got involved in cryptocurrency back in 2017. Now he's been around the block for the past five years and has seen quite a bit of things happening. Um, with crypto winters, with bull markets, and now in the bear market, potentially uh, recession uh, state that we're currently in, in the financial market. So with that being said, I will um, do a little bit of screen sharing. If you're watching this on YouTube, you will see that. If you're listening to this on podcast platforms, you will get to hear me uh, speak about it. So you're not missing out by not seeing anything, uh, but the YouTube vi- uh, viewers will be able to uh watch that. So first off, before I do that, I want to talk about where we were at at the end of 2021. So 2021, they talked about a lot of institutional investors started to roll into the crypto space. So before that, it was just you and I, quote unquote, the little little dogs that were investing in this space. In 2021, a lot of institutional investors started coming in with big money and started investing in different projects. Of course, Bitcoin and Ethereum being major players in ones that they had in their holdings. Uh, I know other institutional investors have traded some altcoins, uh, but there hasn't been a lot of mass adoption yet. And at the end of 2021, the global, globally, adoption of cryptocurrency was 3.9%, which equates to around 300 million people. Now with a global population of 7 billion people, you can understand that 300 million is nearly a drop in the bucket in terms of mass adoption. So where are we going from here and how are things starting to shift and shape up for the crypto markets? Now, I mentioned we are in a bear market, so some of these figures that I'm going to be talking about are looking at January of 2022 up against April 22 numbers, and we're going to see a decrease. Two and a half million people are no longer in cryptocurrency because of whatever happened in the market, and they feel that you know, maybe crypto is going to zero. Personally, in my honest to God truth, I do not believe crypto is going to zero. When you get caught up in the emotional aspect of cryptocurrency and not looking at fundamentals of a project, you can easily be carried away by that emotional thought and that feeling like, oh my gosh, everything's dropping, everything's going to zero. This is not a, you know, steady, you know, stream of income or steady stream of investment. Like this is not a good play. I need to get all my money or what? What is left of it out? And that's what a lot of people have done since January, um, when Bitcoin started falling. Uh, right now, I believe Bitcoin is trending a little bit above twenty thousand. It's been going below and it's coming back up, and it goes below and it comes back up. I do not believe we have hit the bottom yet as of time of recording, which is five days into uh, before July. And so we see that ownership in crypto is down by two and a half million people. So in the United States, out of the 27 countries that are currently having people eligible, quote unquote, to trade cryptocurrencies, the United States is number 19 we don't have a very big amount of people in this space currently which is either could be looked at as a con or it could be looked at as a pro the fact that maybe okay so if I said 300 million were in in 2021 and we've lost two and a half million so we're down to what 298 or 297,000.5 million people are trading cryptocurrencies worldwide. The United States ranks 19th in all of those um, holders. So I'm not even going to pretend to do the math right now. I can't do the math in my head. Do not want to take the time away from the recording and the video to do that. But imagine if we're ranked 19th, how many people actually are involved in the United States? Very low. So in my opinion, this creates a lot of opportunity for people to get in at really great prices and be able to create some life-changing wealth. Uh, Again, going back to Simon's episode, uh, episode number 14, create some life-changing wealth if you play your cards right. I recently heard someone talk on a, I, I believe it was a YouTube show, and they were saying, you know, when there's a black friday sale and any type of realtors or (laughs) retailers it is the only time people are running into the stores to like grab a discount you know oh my god i got this shirt for 10 dollars. regularly priced for 50. you know people are trampling on each other trying to get the best deal during those black friday sales except when financial assets and financial investments are going down but the company that is behind them or the infrastructure the fundamental that is behind that company and the value of that drops because people have a lot of fear uncertainty and doubt around the like whole project in and of itself or what the entire markets are doing and so they they run in fear they run away from those sales they run away from all of it instead of running into the sale and accumulating and working on getting more and hey Heck, something that I'm learning is trading, which before I did a lot of hodling and I have my hodl investments that I'm hanging on to for the next bull run. And I'll start to pull profits out of that. But I've started to trade and started to learn things about how to, to you know, look at market conditions going up and down. And I'm not gonna tell you right here on this show that I am, you know, a, the greatest trader in the world. What I'm doing with this show is taking you on the journey with me as we learn all about web three and the fundamentals of blockchain technology, because I guarantee you someone's going to come back to this episode many, many years later and go, oh my gosh, Dr. Brooke was talking about this and I had an opportunity and I'm so mad at myself because I didn't take it. Do not allow yourself to be one of those people. If you are currently listening to this episode right now, really sit deep, Inside of you and really contemplate even putting $50 dollar cost averaging into Ethereum or Bitcoin, you know, one of the bigger projects or do some research. I've shared with you guys how to do really solid research into projects to understand fundamentals. And if you don't feel like you have, quote unquote, the time or the energy to like invest into learning and, and understanding this space, maybe. You ask for help, like see if somebody can help you, somebody who you trust that's not on YouTube, that you don't, you know, have some connection with someone you trust that might be able to you, Hey, Sally, this is a great investment. And here's why ask them the questions, why they think it's a great investment. What kind of son- consensus mechanism are they on? Is this something that's going to be a blockchain, um, that's going to be able to move forward in the future is this a project being built on a solid blockchain if you've heard of previous episodes blockchain consensus types i talk about all these different layer one solutions and the different consensus models that they use you want to make sure that foundational layer one is set before you start investing into layer two solutions because if layer one falls apart guess what's coming down with it so with that being said, let's go more into just the adoption and where we're at currently with Web three. So, the most on, on the most owned coin, sorry guys, is Bitcoin. Imagine that. So Bitcoin has the highest market cap ratio among all the other cryptocurrencies. It's ranked number one. The current crypto. Uh, Currency asset number one. And um, 44% of the crypto owners, 44% of the crypto owners have it in their wallet. So it's only down half a percent from what was held in January, 44.5% was. And so, you know, Bitcoin is still being held as an asset. It's a store of value or looked at as a store of value. I'm not yet sure how it's going to be transactional, but people are using it. Like a store of value, kind of like uh, gold. So, moving on. Let's see. Okay, let me go down to. So, what besides Bitcoin, a popular cryptocurrency in the United States are ranked, you know. Like, we're going to just talk in April uh, in this example. So in April, the cryptocurrency ownership by coin was the top one is obviously Bitcoin. The next one was Ethereum, which was down 1% from what it originally was at, at 32% in January. Deutsche coin. Deutsche coin is, I guess, the number one meme coin in the United States right now, uh, holding steady at 34%. I personally do not hold uh Deutsche coin. Uh, Solana. Solana, 16%. We know Solana is a layer one. If you've caught those prior episodes, Solana is a layer one, just as Ethereum and Bitcoin is. And it uses the proof of history blockchain consensus type. And then Ripple, which is also uh, known as XRP, ticker symbol, is uh, at 20%, which is pretty interesting. One thing I have to make um, a statement about with Ripple is Ripple was at 15% in January of 2022. And in April of 2022, they're sitting at 20% adoption or most held coin um, in the United States. Now, not to get into all of the weeds and all of the mess, but Ripple is involved in a Securities and Exchange Commission lawsuit where the U.S. government is suing Ripple, the company, because they're saying that ripple is not a true cryptocurrency and that instead it is a uh, oh goodness a security security is an exchange uh there that it's an ex- uh security so with ripple being a security they're saying it's not allowed to go through the initial ico the initial coin offering taking the initial steps that it did to be um, listed on the marketplaces, the financial marketplaces. And Ripple is fighting that battle saying, look, you know, Ripple and XRP were two separate things. XRP is a coin and a token being run on the cryptocurrency blockchains, but we Ripple are a different company. So there's, there's a lot of confusion there going on. Uh, you know, people say, you know, they're gonna win the lawsuit and it's gonna like shoot to the moon. (laughs) And then you got people who are, you know, talking about it completely crashing and them losing their lawsuit, and you're, you know, making a risky bet to get in there. So, up to you if you decide to invest into Ripple, but understand they are up 20 or up 5% from where they were, uh, in the past. So, this is an interesting statistic that I think really needs to be addressed. And I think that, you know, some, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is more women coming into this space. And as of right now, in the U.S., 71% of the population that own cryptocurrency are men. 29% of us, ladies, 29% of us own cryptocurrency. Two and a half times more than us are the men. Now I have no issue with our male counterparts and I have no issue with them investing. What I have issues with is us ladies missing the boat on the greatest transfer of wealth to ever exist in our history of us being alive. And if you're sitting here and you're listening to this or you're watching me right now, I am very passionate about this because, ladies, this is an opportunity for us to create some really life changing wealth if we play our cards correctly and understand that this is not just a big boys' club or an old boys' club, you know, for them to like get wealthy and then do their thing. Because, yes, they have the same opportunities. But the problem here and the disparity in these numbers, I feel, is really because women aren't really willing to take risk in the same way that males are. We really aren't willing to take the same risk that our male buddies are. Let that sink in a little bit. I heard a woman and I wish I had gotten her name. She was being interviewed on a podcast about NFTs and talked about how us women, we really missed the boat when it came to web two social media, you know, and we've constantly been at, like having to play catch up, so to speak, to like build some social media influence, to build channels, to, you know, get followers, to build personal brands and our male counterparts, they just dove right in and they started creating and they weren't afraid of what they look like on video or if they had a pimple on their face or if they, they just did it. And then, and then garden, garden, gardened. <sighs> They did it, and they got the attention, and they continue to build it, and they continue to do their stuff, and I feel like here we are now at the precipice of these life-changing moments that are going to be happening over the course of the next few years. Things are going to be pretty down, probably, for at least 12 to 18 months. That's my speculation. That's what I feel You know, we know gas prices are really high. We know inflation is a problem. We know there's wars in Ukraine and all sorts of things going on globally that are having an effect. But I feel like once those gates get lifted and once all those things happen, this is when it is so important to like have that those seeds sown already so that you will be able to harvest during those times. Because what you do with this time right now makes a big difference. We are utilizing, time is going by. Every second you're listening to the show, every second you're living and doing your life, time is evaporating. It's going away. You get these non-refundable minutes like Bobby Castro likes to talk about. I love that idea, non-refundable minutes. So what are you going to do with that non-refundable minute? that you have available to you when you can spend 20 minutes a day learning this like a whole field of information you don't have to learn the nitty-gritty of blockchain you do not have to learn the nitty-gritty of blockchain you do not have to understand you know how it all works behind the scenes what you need to understand is how it's going to shift and how it already is shifting the way in which we do business with each other And if you invest in companies, in projects that are moving the needle forward and viable companies that will be able to generate revenue into the future, you are setting yourself up to win. So 41% of women were in, in January of 2022, we lost 4% of our ladies. In a few months after that, I will be like not surprised. I won't be surprised to know that we might have even dropped more lady percentage um, in June of 2022. So, even if we're still sitting at that 37% marker, that is a very low number considering the low number already of adoption in cryptocurrency. But do know that the masses will be showing up, that technology does not go backwards. We are moving. This train is picking up speed, and you want to join as as soon as possible. I am going to make a shameless plug here. If you are listening to this and you're feeling very confused and overwhelmed and stressed out, reach out to me. Um, I will be doing my Getting Started in Crypto One Hundred One class, putting all the pieces together for you. And then also, you can download my web, Words of Web Three to kind of help you decipher what different things mean. There's a lot of you know terminology that had meaning in the Web 2 world, but now means something in the Web 3 world. So just catch that download, reach out to me. I will uh, definitely help you out with that. So yeah, globally, also, not just in the United States, globally, the men are definitely uh, taking the rank when it comes to cryptocurrency ownership and um currently age group is globally 18 to 34 year olds make up 56 percent. so we know that this is a younger generation that is coming into um this area we know that you know as the generations continue you know to to grow up and and get into different spaces they are changing the face of technology and technology is it adoption is moving quicker and quicker and quicker you know i think it what like took 50 years for the tv to become utilized and then it only took like 25 years for the internet I don't quote me on that but you you see what i'm saying it, it was like longer or shorter time spans between each of the adoption periods and cryptocurrency it's only been around since 2009 when Bitcoin first came onto the market and it was under the dark web, Silk Road mechanism. It was hard to transact with. It was very, very bulky to the point at which now we're sitting here with 861 different blockchains. Like that is incredible. Like now are all 861 going to win after this bear market? No, no. And I don't know that we will need 861 actual blockchains because we can have the layer two, layer three, all these solutions built up on top of them. But in 2009, guys, 2009, we're sitting at 13 years of blockchain and really, you know, in 2000, probably, you know, maybe I would say like go on a limb and say 2015 is really when it started to pick up speed. I think Ethereum came out on the scene in 2016. And so, I mean, that's only like eight years and we're here, like where they're having actual US like government hearings on the regulation of cryptocurrency. I mean, that that is actually very, very huge. So know that our our younger uh, counterparts are involved, fifty-six percent. My age group, the thirty-five to fifty-four-year-olds, thirty-two percent, and even our older generation at fifty-five plus. You know, our what are those like uh, our baby boomers and our Gen Ys, uh, They're at twelve percent. That's pretty huge. Um, you know, I, I love seeing that. I love, I love seeing the you know differences in the age groups in that. So, you know. I think, you know, overall, like we have, you know, people that have good attitudes about crypto and think that it's going to the moon or no, like myself, that whether it goes to the moon or even if it hits the stars because it misses the moon, it is a part of our world and it is a part of our day-to-day interaction. And the beauty of all of this is we get to interact with it on the daily. and because it's the wild wild West right now, it can be very scary and it can be, you know very feeling like you're kind of walking on eggshells like I don't know which move to make. Am I gonna fall off a cliff if I do? I got my eyes closed. But I just I think it's so important that you really invest a lot of time and energy into understanding this and really getting involved so you get set up over these next 12 to 18 months to really create some massive income that you can then take and start investing into other things like having real estate properties. And Hey, if you want to invest in real estate also in cryptocurrency, you know, I mean, this is a great time for people who have a lot of like, maybe cash reserves or the ability to get cash to be able to invest into different things, because this is truth is guys, this is the market that we're living in right now and the time that you spend learning and growing and building is going to really pay off for you. Uh, Mark my words, this video will probably be on a B-roll many years down the line of me saying that to you today. So do not fall behind. Do not get left behind. I am right here with you. We are taking this ride together. You are, you know, one and part of me and part of the community. And I thank you so much for being here. If you have not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so now. And if you haven't left a review on the podcast or subscribed to the podcast, also please so do so now. It would mean so much to me. We need to get more people involved, especially our ladies, especially our women, because 37% is a really sad number. With that being said, guys, we have finished our ride on the block today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I appreciate each and every single one of you. Have an amazing rest of your day. And we will be around the block again in a few days. You made it. Congratulations. That wasn't so bad, was it? I hope you laughed and learned a little bit more about this web 3 universe and how simple and fun it can really be would you be so kind as to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family it would mean so much to get this out to more people as we embark on the greatest transfer of wealth that has ever happened in human history can't wait to see you on the next one